Welcome to the STR Home Financing Podcast, where we believe a legacy is something you build, not just something you leave behind. And now, here's your host, Jeff Chisholm. Hey, this is Jeff Chisholm with the STR Home Financing Podcast and bringing you another installment of three things that you should know. And am very excited to bring on Brandon Thompson. A lot of people that I interview are newer to the the real estate investing industry. Brandon goes against that. He's been doing it for a while. He's uh, he's an old timer. He's got some experience in not just short term rental, but uh, development, flipping, and he'll he'll share a little bit more about that. But uh, welcome to the show, Brandon. Good to have you. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Uh, pleasure to be here. Good. Well, we'll jump into it. We're going to keep with our format of a micro podcast, hopefully about 10 minutes or less. So um, to start with, tell us a little bit about who you are, what makes you a human, uh, what you've done in real estate investing, and then uh, what you're doing, kind of plans for the future, what you have in the works. And um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Brandon Thompson live in the metropolitan Atlanta area here in Georgia, you know, like fine wine, jazz, uh, and real estate. I've been doing real estate for 20 years. As you said, I started off, I've been a realtor. I've been a loan officer. I have done development, currently own 20 plus short-term rentals. We're managing properties. We do the brokerage thing, um, teach in the edu- in educational space as well. Been on different stages and spoke. Flip 2,000 homes anyways. Anything you want to think of in real estate, I've done it, including commercial. So that's, uh, that's pretty much it. As far as the SDR space, what I'm doing now, I'm actually created a fund. I, I built up 20 properties, actually 21 properties of my own. And now we're doing partnership properties with, uh, with different investors. But what we're doing is we have my Live Oak Capital Fund. Uh, you can go to theliveoakcapital.com. And we're, we have a $5 million fund. We're not trying to get too much money, but we're actually out here working with people, borrowing their money, putting it into a fund, paying them 8 to 12% in cash-on-cash return cash investment for borrowing that money. So they lock it down like a CD. We use it, we develop and or purchase property and refinance put it on portfolio and just keep churning the money and send them monthly installments every single month on their money. So it's a way to get into real estate without having to do, a real, do the real estate yourself as well as being an expert, you just kind of trust somebody like me to do it. And that's what we have going on now. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm a big believer in diversification and some things need to be more passive than others. Uh, So yeah, that's a great opportunity. So today's question that I wanted to cover with you, uh, just because you have so much experience, is three things that people really need to keep in mind when they're analyzing a a short-term rental deal? Okay. Yeah. So three things to analyze real estate uh, in short-term rental space. I mean, first of all, you need to find a location that is something that is interesting to you uh, for for sure. Make sure that you have something that is a place of charm to you, uh, somewhere that you see yourself wanting to go to. I wouldn't go in, in, in this time, day and age, and just getting a, a regular home in your metropolitan area and throwing it back up on, on the market to rent out as a short-term rental. Because here's the thing, at the end of the day, there's regulations now, there are deeper regulations citywide, various uh, city per city, municipality. And on top of that, you know, I, I am a big believer that if you like where you're going and it's not just an investment, it's more of a 
lifestyle investment. It's an investment that gives you the ROI you want, but it's also somewhere that serves you and your family. I think you're going to care about it a little bit more. So the first thing I would say is find a spot that's going to give you the highest yield and and rental booking and, and value every year, but it, do it in a place that you actually care about. I think that's probably the best thing I can give for somebody to just start off in this space. Don't come down to Blue Ridge, Georgia, just because you heard other people making money. Don't go down to wherever, North Carolina or wherever, just because you heard other people making money. You need to find somewhere you care about. The second thing is, is you need to run data. Two years ago, people were just utilizing AirDNA. Now there's SDR Insights, there's Match Pfizer, there's Radu. I would kind of cross uh, analyze everything and put your numbers together and make sure you've got an A, B, and C backup plan. I would also recommend if you're doing smaller homes to make sure that they would perform as a long-term rental just in case changes in the economy happened and or changes in the municipality kind of puts you out of business. You want to make sure that there's a backup plan, especially in an uncertain time, like in 2023 with the economy now, make sure that the backup plan is there, do an ABC performa, run multiple numbers and get the best comparables you can utilizing these data sources and put those numbers into a performa. I think that's the best thing to do just to make sure you do that. And then number three is run your stuff like a business. I mean, rental, under, underwriting your deal is fine. You need to make sure that you know, that the numbers make sense and you need to make sure that you have accounted for everything. What I mean by running like a business, accounted for everything. Are you paying a manager uh, or are you going to be self-managing? Are you putting in and computing the right amount of, uh, of money for cleanings in there? Have you talked to cleaners? Have you visited people? Have you put in your 3% Airbnb or online travel agency fees, uh, your taxes, your, your municipality fees, your lodging fees for your state, things like that. And then, put in the maintenance fee. Like you need to break it all down and make sure that it's going to ride itself. And then on top of that, you know, the numbers kind of like going back, blending number two and number three together, but you're blending the numbers together and then you run it like a business. Like we, well, I've made cuts this year. It's a little bit of a downturn in our earnings. So I had to lay off my manager who, who ran stuff for me for two years, my, my, my friend, Chris, and we we're having to bring in virtual assistants because we were hurting and we weren't making as much money. So now we've always run things like a business and we are not emotionally tied to it. Now we're back on top and we're making things happen again. That's kind of what I would recommend is find somewhere you love, make sure it's somewhere that's higher profiting in an area you love, put the data out there and build a performa on it. And then number three, just uh, make sure that you run it like a business and watch every single number month in, month out, line item, by line item. And that's what's going to lead you to profitability. No, I love those. And I, I tell people all the time, yeah, pick a place that you love because more than likely there's other people just like you. It's not going to be unique to you that you like that place. Uh, there's other families that are going to be love it that are going to love it. And I love that idea of not just looking at one source of data. Use multiple sources when you're looking at those numbers because one platform may have stronger data uh, access than others. So that that's great. And then. Yeah. Third, the devil's in the details. If, if you don't know the details, uh, that bank account, you, you don't want the bank account to show you that you're faltering somewhere. So that that's awesome. Brandon, what are three ways that people can connect with you? Because one thing that's been consistent on this podcast is there's different lanes in this business from legal to insurance to accounting. Uh, but then there's all those other things that there's people that have gone out there, figured it out, figured it out the hard way. They've been successful. Uh, but to align yourself with people that uh, can help you. So what are three ways that people can connect with you, Brandon? 
Yeah. Well, first of all, if you're an accredited investor and you don't want to do the heavy lifting of real estate, uh, but you want to get paid a nice yield and potentially a double digit yield on your money uh, and have all the tax benefits and passive income and et cetera, go to theliveoakcapital.com. Again, theliveoakcapital.com. Of course, you guys can find me at Brandon G. Thompson on Instagram. And I'm building up quite a following on Facebook. I think they've changed something as of the last couple of months. You can blend your personal uh, profile with your business profile. And now people can follow you like they do on Instagram. So I'm actually utilizing Facebook more because I get a lot more connections and comments. So it uh, would not be a bad thing to follow me and see what we're doing here in Georgia and in the Southeast uh, on my Facebook page. Uh, just look for me, Brandon Thompson. And I'm in, uh, in Blue Ridge or Atlanta, whatever the city says over there. I think it says Atlanta or something like that. So that's how you'll find me on Facebook. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I know you throw a, a lot of great information out there. And one thing that's consistent about the people that I come in contact with, they're consumers of information. And uh, when we can gather enough of that, it puts us in a position to take action and at the end of the day, you can consume as much as you want to, but you want to put yourself in that position to take measurable action or, or you'll never achieve anything. So appreciate you being on the show, uh, Brandon. Uh, until next time. Jeff Chisholm is a registered mortgage loan officer, NMLS 673623 for North Point Bank, NMLS 447490. North Point Bank is an equal housing lender. All programs and products discussed on the show are subject to change without notice.